Thank you for listening to this teaching from Kingdom Discipleship. Is it possible that Jesus might ask you to do something very difficult, like going to a gay or transgender wedding? If you went, would you perhaps bring a Bible as a gift? Let's open our Bible now and look at the biblical evidence that Alistair Begg was indeed correct. Well, good afternoon and uh, welcome to another teaching. It's a Saturday afternoon here in Texas, and it's certainly a, a good day to be spending time with Jesus, to be loving on Jesus, to be growing to know Jesus and growing to study his words. So thank you, Lord Jesus. This will hopefully be the, the last teaching that I do on this subject. Uh, I believe I, I really do have firm biblical evidence for for that for for an allowance of when a Christian can go to a to a gay or transgender wedding I believe I have I have firm evidence that I'm going to give you I would say near proof okay um, before I do that I, I do want to to ask for forgiveness and because you know between the two videos probably 10,000 people have watched this and uh and, and I want to say I'm sorry just for the this just the the edge and the anger um, that have come through my teaching and preaching. That's uh, man's anger doesn't bring about the righteous life that God requires. Um, James told us in chapter one, right? Um, so I ask you to forgive me uh, for my tone, for my edge, um, and for being emotional. Uh, I believe the content of the first two teachings was correct, but just my combative tone and, you know, just, it's just my immaturity. And so I ask you to forgive me. Um, you know, Peter told us in first Peter three, right? You know, do not return evil for evil or insult for insult, but with blessing so that you may inherit a blessing, right? And really what that means is in the face of being mistreated or spoken poorly about, we should be able to maintain ourselves. That's what meekness is, right? Matthew 5, 5, to me, it's the hardest, the hardest beatitude. Blessed are the meek. Meek men and women know when they're being mistreated. They know when they're, they're aware, when they're being spoken of poorly, but they're still able to manage themselves and their emotions and respond with, with courtesy and love and respect in the face of, of hard, um, hard, criticism, right? So I, I do ask you to forgive me and I'm going to try to do better. I believe I'm going to lay out here a case where we can all come back together. We can agree that, that there is a time and I believe I'm going to prove that here. Okay. Where, where there very well may be a time for a Christian to attend a gay or transgender wedding. So father, I thank you for your word. Thank you for your mercy, your goodness, your favor, your grace, your love. I thank you, Father, that we are a body of Christ. Lord Jesus, I thank you that we are your bride and your body. And I ask you to forgive us, Lord, for the fracture, the fracture in your body, Lord. Forgive us the bickering, the anger, and forgive me, Lord, for certainly I, have, I haven't been any better. Lord Jesus, we worship you. 
and we thank you. You are our only master, our only king, our only God. It was you, Lord Jesus, who became a human man for us one and all. It was you, Jesus, who lived the perfect righteous life on our behalf that we could never live. It was you, Lord Jesus, who died a torturous, horrible death on our behalf that we, we should have died. And Lord, we worship you and we thank you. Our risen savior, you are alive and risen and we worship you. Holy Spirit, we ask you to lead us and guide us now. Holy Spirit, I ask you to lead me not to say anything that you wouldn't have me to say. I pray that I would speak the truth of the word of God, that I would get out of the way, that I would say what you would have me to say, no more, no less. Give us eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts that understand. We ask it in Jesus' name and for Jesus' sake. Amen and amen. So I'm, I'm not a man. I was walking around my house. What I mean is I'm not a man that, uh, I'm not a man that says, thus saith the Lord. Those aren't words I use. I believe, I believe at some level they're, they can be presumptuous words. Um, I understand that our charismatic brothers, right, um, you know, um, you know, um, would would say there is a time and they believe that the gift of the prophetic is strong. And I'm, I'm sure some have it. I don't believe I have the gift of prophetic of the prophetic. And, and why I'm saying all this is I was walking around the house, you know, meditating. I believed, uh, 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 you know, a question came into my mind. And I think it was from the Lord. I didn't hear it audibly. That's not something I'll say, right? Um, it may not have been from the Lord, but I think it was from the Lord. And, and the question was, John, would you go to the wedding if I asked you to? And I got choked up a little bit. You know, I, man, I, I almost, you know, I got a little, I got emotional. I was, I was, well, of course I would, Lord. Naturally, I said a lot more words to the Lord and, you know, how about do all this stuff, right? Because that's me. I'm immature. He didn't say nothing. I didn't hear anything else. I said a lot more, but that's it. That was the only question. John, would you go to the wedding if I asked you to? Well, Lord, what do you think I've been saying here and this and that? Anyway, that was it. That's all. That's what came into my mind, that question. And that's going to be the basis of this whole teaching. When I'm done... I hope we can put this to rest. John MacArthur, you're America's preacher, man. Can you come out? Can you listen to this and come out and say, you know what? There can be no doubt that this is a fine line, as Al Begg said. But you know what? There may be a time that Jesus very well may ask you to attend a transgender wedding. Because he is allowed to do that. There is a possibility that Jesus could do that. And therefore, you know, we have to be led by conscience. You know, John MacArthur, I've, I've listened to you, man, since, uh, golly, I became a Christian like 27 years ago and around there somewhere. And man, in Dallas, I remember 97, 98, John MacArthur, man, be on the radio six in the morning at night at night man that just the teaching was so strong and i said al beg would be in those slots too and uh adrian rogers and rc sproul and all these guys man just teaching the word of god doing it well but i think it's time that we come out now john and and you said it straight 
that 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 there there may be a time. John, would you go? Would you go to the wedding if Jesus asked you? Would you go? Vodi, would you do what what Hosea did if Jesus asked you? Paul Washer, would you go if Jesus asked you? James White, man, I've learned from you. Does not the Lord have the right to do? Does Jesus have the right to do with you as he wants? Is it not possible, sir, that he might ask one of his servants to go to a transgender wedding as he asked Hosea to take a prostitute wife to bear children with her as a picture of the Lord taking back Israel who prostituted herself to other gods, to Baal who took the Lord's blessings and gave him the Baal. I would ask, you know, which is worse? I'm just looking for, for just the simplicity here. I'm begging that you hear this, no pun intended. Mr. Beck, I'm not doing that on purpose. Um, you know, what, what's worse? When Israel bowed down and sacrificed to Baal, worshiping false gods, or two confused men, or women, or one was a man or woman, I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't even understand. I, I'm not involved in all this. But what's worse? Just two gay people that are getting married and, you know, just doing, you know, something that we know is not the will of God or the heart of God for them or, or to, or to bow down and literally worship and sacrifice and use the Lord's blessings. I would say that that's worse. And yet the Lord, he tells Hosea to do something unthinkable in taking that adulterous wife. So here's the question I'm going to keep asking y'all. Is it possible that Jesus would, could he, is it possible that he might ask you to go to a gay or transgender wedding? Because if it's possible, then we're going to have to say it is a matter of conscience. It is a fine line, as Al Begg said. It's a fine line. I told the Lord when, I, when that statement came into my mind, John, would you go to the wedding if I asked you? Yes, Lord, I, I would go. I would be so grieved. I've never been to a gay or transgender wedding. No one has ever invited me. I would go in such grief because I don't believe that I walk in a holiness that other men might to where if I went, I would pray that the aroma of Christ that that 2 Corinthians 2 aroma of Christ would fall and that the Spirit of God would convict the hearts of that transgender couple getting married and all those who are Is it possible, y'all? John MacArthur, is it possible? Al Beg, is it possible for the Lord to do that? Can he do that, sir? Is it possible?
I was uh, I was talking to a brother of mine this morning. He's one of the one of the more holy men that I know. He's my big brother, Jason. He's younger than me. He's like gonna be fifty two. I just uh, fifty one, fifty two, and I just turned fifty four on Thursday. I was fifty four years old, and uh, I spoke to him this morning. And he's a very circumspect man. He's a, he's a headmaster of a, of a large, devout Christian school. Um, and he, he's a, he's as serious a man of God as I've ever known. He thinks before he speaks. He's cautious with his words. He's devoted to Christ. I mean, it was like, it was like he was John the Baptist from the womb, this guy, right? you know, anointed from the womb, like filled with the Holy Spirit, as it said of John the Baptist from the womb. And I spoke to him about it. And he said something to me that I hadn't mentioned. He said, you know, after he thought about it for a while, because it was a big deal, you know, and I had explained to him what was happening with these teachings. And he said, you know, man, John, um, when I think of what Jesus did, that he, he came from heaven into darkness and he condescended in a way that's unimaginable. And I'm paraphrasing what he said there. But he said, Jesus, when he came from heaven to earth, our king, our God, he condescended at a level that we will never, ever, ever comprehend. The condescension that was that was accepted to him right the philippians 2 5 to 11 your attitude should be the same as that of christ jesus who being in very nature god did not consider equality with god something to be grasped or held on to or demanded but made himself nothing The condescension of my king coming into this world and living his life among wicked men, wicked men like me. Do you believe that, John, John MacArthur? Do you believe that? I'm calling out you, John, because you're America's preacher, man. And I, I appreciate you, man. I do. But do you believe, John MacArthur, that your king, Jesus, that when he came into this world, he, had, he, he condescended in a way that you could never understand? Do you believe, sir, that, that if you were asked to go to a transgender wedding, that that would be equal to the condescension of what Jesus did for you? Of course you don't. But I want to ask you all. All of you who haven't come out, I'm asking you now to come out in light of what I'm saying. Is it possible? Is it possible that Jesus could ask one of his servants the what he asked Hosea and many of the men of God in the past? Is it possible that he might ask you to go to that wedding? And is it possible if you went that the aroma of Christ could fall? Is it possible? 
Is it possible that they can be convicted of their sin? Is it possible that these transgender people could be convicted and come to Christ? Is it possible, y'all? Because if it's possible, we're going to have to say, you know what? This is an issue of conscience. It's a serious deal. No Christian should go if their conscience condemns them. Do you know how hard it would be for someone like an Al Beg to go? For myself, do you know how much grief? I wouldn't enjoy going, y'all. I wouldn't dance. I wouldn't bring a toaster as people have mocked. Yes, I might go, but the gift I bring, maybe I'd bring a Bible. Maybe I'd go and I'd bring this word of God right here, right? I used to sleep with this, man. And I would I just keep stroking my Bible, man. I love this Bible, man. I might go and I might bring a Bible. I might bring my Bible. And I, maybe I'll have had a note there where I had underlined some passages. Maybe that would be the gift that the grandma brought. I'd bring maybe a Bible with a note pointing them to passages. Passages like, but now a righteousness from God has been revealed. Mm. To which the law and the prophets testify, this righteousness from God comes through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. For all have sinned, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. All of us have fallen short of his standard. It would be so hard for me to grieve but if I went to the wedding, I don't think that the sadness could be hidden from my face. I don't believe I'm a holy enough man for that to happen. The Lord could do it in spite of me as, he do, as he's done many things in my life. Maybe there are holier men than me that if they went into that wedding. But let me ask you guys, would you even want that to happen? The anger and the outrage, would you even want that to happen? Let's just say, okay, let's just say an example, and I'm begging you, I know it's hard to listen to something when you were so firmly against it, but let's just say that happened. Would you say what the, uh, what the, uh, what the, the other apostles and disciples said to Peter? The Gentiles get saved, y'all. They're born again. They're saved. They're delivered from Satan. And no one rejoices it says they criticized Peter. They didn't rejoice. They said you went into the house of uncircumcised men and ate with them. They, they, they weren't excited. Would you be excited if that happened? Would you be excited if some real holy man of God walked into that wedding and he sat there in grief and he had that gift, that Bible in his hand. Would you be happy if the power of Christ fell and all of a sudden the aroma of Christ opened the door and the word of God was able to be shared and everyone got saved? Would you be happy? James White, is it possible that Jesus could ask one of his servants, John 1, 1 to 5, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. 
Through him, Jesus, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. Verse 5, the light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. Our king entered the darkness. John 1, 14 to 17, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. That, that, that condescension is indescribable. That my king would leave heaven and condescend to a human vermin as myself. Do you all believe that? Do you believe that, Justin Peters? Do you believe that he condescended to you at an incomprehensible level, brother? Do you believe you going to a gay wedding would be condescending more? And what would you say if he asked you to go? What would you say, sir? We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. John testifies concerning him. He cries out, this was he whom I said, he who comes be after me has surpassed me because he was before me. Verse 16, from the fullness of his grace, we have all received one blessing after another. Verse 17, for the law came through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. I want to ask again, is it possible that the Lord would ask one of his servants to go? Because if we answer yes, which we must, of course it's possible. I don't think Al Begg would have told that grandmother to go if it violated her conscience. You know, I've heard so many silly things. I've heard people saying it's same, the same as going to do an abortion. That's so foolish. It's not the same as an abortion. Two gay people getting married are, are, are two consenting adults that don't believe the way we do in abortion in an abortion we are we are defending we are standing up for a, a an unborn baby that, that can't defend itself right and for those that may hear this or those people that are angry no we it's not that we want to stop a woman our concern is not to control a woman we're not trying to stop a woman from doing what she wants with her own body our concern is for the living being in her body and to protect that being. And so again, I'm, no, ma'am. No, we're not, we're not trying to stop a woman. I hear people and no one can hear it. People on the other side of the abortion argument, they just, they can't hear it, right? Um, you know, no matter what you say, they think that we're trying to control a woman and her health. We're not. Do you see how an abortion is different, y'all? So can we stop saying that? In abortion, we're trying to protect an innocent being inside the mother. That's different than two consenting adults. The American Family Radio guys that came out, man, golly, guys, this idea, this is, this is silly. This is not a, a, a brother in Christ that divorced his wife, right? And, and went to marry another, okay? That's not the same thing here. It's not at all the same. These are two consenting adults that are born again, that have no knowledge of anything. This is serious. In, in American Family Radio, I, I will say this. Be careful, because for the first time, right, 
We got to be careful because, because liberalism will seep in and you've now become part of cancel culture. Do you see that? Al Begg said something you don't like and you joined with, with, with liberalism there and you canceled them. You said he wouldn't, he wouldn't agree to what we said. He wouldn't agree to his error and we just canceled him. Do you see how, how subtle it is? and how you've moved into liberalism there. Will you do that, John MacArthur? Will you come out? Will you say, Al Beg, you're kicked out of this conference? Is that what we're gonna do as Christians? When as brothers, we, don't, we can't agree? We're just gonna cancel, we're gonna join them? Be careful. Do you see how it seeps in? Do you see what the enemy wants to do to us? Is it possible? that Jesus would send one of his servants. Look what he asked Hosea to do. Golly, turn to uh, Hosea chapter one. Hosea chapter one. This, these are hard verses right here as I was studying this. Hosea one, two, and three. When the Lord began to speak through Hosea, the Lord said to him, go take to yourself an adulterous wife and children of unfaithfulness because the land is guilty of the vilest adultery in departing from the Lord. So he married Gomer, daughter of Dibliam, and she conceived and bore him a son. Wow, why would the Lord ask one of his great prophets to do this? This is a level of condescension that's far greater than if he asked me to go to a transgender wedding, or I felt like I needed to go because although I wouldn't approve and I wouldn't bring some trite gift, I'd bring my Bible. Maybe I'd give him my Bible. Do you ever think of that? Everyone making fun of Alistair Begg about the gift. Did he ever say he'd bring a toaster, y'all? Forgive me, I'm starting to get worked up here. Okay, why would he ask him to do this, guys? Hosea 2, verses 2 and 8. Rebuke your mother, rebuke her, for she is not my wife, the Lord speaking, and I am not her husband. Let her remove the adulterous look from her face and the unfaithfulness from between her breasts. She has not acknowledged that I was the one who gave her the grain, the new wine and oil, who lavished on her the silver and gold, which they used for bail. Do you, can you see? I'm begging you. Can you see? Can you see what was done here? They're worshiping false gods. They're, is it, what's worse? Two, two confused people bound by the devil, living in sin and, and, and having a, a gay wedding, which again, doesn't mean anything to the Lord or what the Israelites are doing. It's plain this is worse. They took all the blessings of the Lord and they worshiped Baal. Why would the Lord do this? Why would the Lord do this? Look at verse, look at chapter three, one to five, and this will tell you all you need to know. The Lord said to me, go show your love to your wife again. We've made fun of this word love. Though she is loved by another and is an adulteress, do you hear this scripture? Hosea three, one to five, go show your love to your wife again. Though she is loved by another and is an adulteress, love her as the Lord loves the Israelites, though they turn to other gods and love 
the sacred raisin cakes. Look what Hosea does. So I bought her, this prostitute. Why would the Lord ask one of his men of God to do this? Hosea paid for this woman. So I bought her for 15 shekels of silver and about a homer and a lethek of barley. Then I told her, this is Hosea talking to the wife the Lord had told him to take, the prostitute. Then I told her, you are to live with me many days. You must not be a prostitute or be intimate with any man, and I will live with you. For the Israelites will live many days without king or prince, without sacrifice or sacred stones, without ephod or idol. Afterward, the Israelites will return and seek the Lord their God and David their king. They will come trembling to the Lord and to his blessings in the last days. Hosea 3, 1 to 5. James White, is it possible, sir, that the Lord would ask one of his men of God to do this? Is it possible he'd ask you? Oh, I'm saying, is it possible? Is he allowed to? Could he? Or can you stand firm and say the Lord would never, ever, ever, ever? Is it possible? Because if it's possible, we need to, we need to take the mob and push the mob back from Albeg. And you need to come out and say, again, you don't have to say Albeg was right as I did. Okay. You could come out, any of y'all who have a platform can come out and say, you know what? There, there may be a time that the Lord does send one of his men or women to a gay or transgender wedding. We cannot rule it out. Therefore, it is a question of conscience. You shouldn't go. You shouldn't dance. You shouldn't celebrate it. But you can go. If I ever went, it would be hard. My heart would be wrenched out. I would not go to one of these it's not a wedding, but I wouldn't go with ease. I wouldn't go and be happy. I would go with grief and sadness, hoping the Lord would make an opportunity. And if he didn't, I would leave quickly. I would have done my duty. I would have shown, I would have abased myself and subjected myself to something that I am I'm very much against because it's not what the word of God teaches. Don't you suspect that's what Al Beg was saying? He wouldn't enjoy it. We're not partying with these people. We're going in grief. Uh, you know, go through any of the men of God and look at the great men of God in the 39 books of the Old Testament and the 27 and the new and look at some of the things they were asked to do. Why was Peter told to go into the Gentiles when, when, when they were uncircumcised men in the Old Testament said, don't do it, y'all. It's clear, guys. We have to put it to bed now. Do you dare speak for Jesus, y'all? Do you not believe that the condescension of what your king did for you is infinitely greater? I'm not saying go to this thing in a cavalier manner. And maybe, maybe there's only few that could go to it without wounding their own conscience. And I'll say again, I love you all, okay? All those who have come out and just with, with anger and vitriol against me. I, you know what? I understand your stance and I get it. I see it. 
It's true that, you know what, that man, that, that homosexuality is certainly sin. It's not the will of God. Marriage is between one man and one woman. The Lord knew that when he sent Hosea. It's, do you see it, guys? So let's, let's just let's try to be circumspect. All I'm asking you to do is, can you understand this question? Because if you could say, it is possible that the Lord would send a man of God in there perhaps a woman of God that had the right heart, the right holiness. And it is, is it a possible, is it possible that that aroma of Christ could fall? Is it possible that they could be convicted? Is it possible that they could get saved? Is it possible if I left that Bible as a gift, would it be worth it if they took it and they opened it and they saw that note and it was this Bible that I'd been using for 20 years and I'd underlined it? And I pointed out some passage and they got saved. Would it be worth it? Would y'all be happy? Or would you still be pounding the table? Do you understand what I'm saying? Hosea 11, 1 and 2. When Israel was a child, I loved him. Why is the Lord using these words loving for this nation that prostituted itself to other gods? That's worse than transgenderism. It really, really is. But nonetheless, transgender, you know, sexual sin, homosexuality, it's sin. It's sin. It's wrong. I want every one of them in the world to repent, to receive Christ, to come out of Satan's grip, to have eternal life and to know Jesus. When Israel was a child, I loved him. Hosea 11, 1 and 2. And out of Egypt, I called my son. It's a reference to Jesus. But the more I called Israel, the further they went from me. They sacrificed to the Baals, and they burned incense to images. Again, why would the Lord love these people and take them back, y'all? Again, I'm not saying go to this wedding in a cavalier manner. I'd be torn apart to go. But if the Lord asked you and put your name in there, thought maybe the Holy Spirit did. What if the Holy Spirit did say to me today, John, would you go if I asked you to? And put your name in there. Maybe he said that to you, John MacArthur. Apparently Al Begg would go if Jesus said, Al, would you go if I asked you to? Hmm. Look at Isaiah 6, 5 through 8, right? There's a famous passage. Woe to me, I cried. This is the great prophet Isaiah. Woe to me, I cried. I am ruined for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips. And my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty, and boy, am I a man, a sinful, wretched man of unclean lips. Y'all believe you are wretched like this? Do you believe that your King came to heaven in a level of condescension that's utterly incomprehensible? The fact that he would walk among this earth as my big brother Jason Ross said, he was born in a place where there was dung and urine, feces and urine, pee and poop. Why? Woe to me, I cried. I am ruined, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips, and my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. Then one of the seraphs flew to me with a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with tongs from the altar. With it, he touched my mouth and said, See, this has touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away 
and your sin atoned for. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, whom shall I send? Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, whom shall I send? Is it possible, guys? Is it possible that he could say that today? Then I heard the voice of the Lord say, whom shall I send and whom will go for us? Would you go if he asked you to? And I said, Isaiah speaking, here I am, send me. If the Lord asked you, would you go? Would you go? Look at 2 Corinthians 2, 14 to 16. But thanks be to God who always leads us in triumphal procession in Christ and through us spreads everywhere the fragrance of the knowledge of him. Everywhere. And it might be one day at a gay wedding. Would you be willing to spread the fragrance of Christ? I am not saying y'all go in a cavalier manner. I'd be ripped, ripped apart because I don't have the faith for this, I confess. I'll hang my head in shame. I believe I would go. I believe I'd be torn apart. I'd be excited that the gift I left was my Bible with all that stuff. But something makes me believe I would have to leave. And they might see the sadness in my eyes. I wouldn't affirm them. I wouldn't support them. I'd give him a hug, I'd bow my head, tuck my tail between my legs, and I'd walk out early. I certainly wouldn't, probably wouldn't go to reception, I certainly wouldn't celebrate anything else, but I would go having abased myself and subjected myself to something that, that I would never want to do, because that's what I believe Jesus would want me to do. I was thinking this morning, I was by myself at 5 a.m. or something at McDonald's, and you know, you ever... You ever seen a diaper in a parking lot, you know, and you ever walk by it, it's got poop in it. You ever pick that thing up? It's disgusting. You might say, I didn't, I didn't drop it. But somebody's gonna have to pick it up. Someone's gonna have to enter in to what someone did in throwing that thing on the ground. Would you pick it up? I began picking these disgusting things up because someone's gotta do it. And since my king became entered into this world, and believe me, I am crap, right? I am, right? I remember when, when Will Smith came out, and I have no reason not to believe that his apology was sincere for, for, for the wrong he did in, in, in slapping Chris Rock, but you remember when Will Smith sincerely said, I'm a piece of, and he said S-H-I-T, I'm a piece of crap? Well, we all are, sir. Every single one of us is at our core absolute crap before Jesus. We need a savior. But thanks be to God who always leads us in triumphal procession in Christ and through us spreads everywhere, everywhere the fragrance of the knowledge of him. For we are to God the aroma of Christ among those who are being saved and those who are perishing. Would you be willing to be the aroma of Christ in the hope that Jesus could do something. Could he do it? Would he do it? I, th I think we have to say, oh, of course he could. And he just might. But who, who are we going to send? You should see where I've gotten with this now. To the one we are the smell of death, to the other the fragrance of life. And who is equal to such a task? Are we equal to this? Are we willing to do this? Are we willing to see we're not being cavalier here, y'all? American Family Radio, are you willing to see this? Would you go, any of you executives, 
Or would you turn your nose? Are you going to look at me and say, or anyone and say, there's no possible way Jesus would ever do that? He would send Hosea as a reference to taking back the unbelievable prostitution of Israel to foreign gods. But he won't, he would never ever possibly send you into something just that heretical. Are you willing to say that? Because you can't say that. You don't dare say that he might not do it. He might well do it to a certain man of God. Now, yes, before you go, you ought to make sure your conscience is clear. You're firm in Christ, that you know it's Christ sending you. So we got to come out, guys, now. Let's push the mob back off Al Beg. We got to say this is a matter of conscience. It's not something to be taken lightly. Again, I'll finish with this, Romans, Romans 14, verse 1. Accept him whose faith is weak without passing judgment on disputable matters. Disputable matters is plural, and now he's going to get into food. I, I know this is talking about food. I know he's talking about brothers. One man's faith allows him to eat everything, but another man whose faith is weak eats only vegetables. The man who eats everything must not look down on him who does not, and the man who does not eat everything must not condemn the man who does, for God has accepted him. Who are you to judge someone else's servant? Who are you to judge if the Lord tells somebody to go? Golly, y'all. So can you please do it now? I can keep going, but I've said enough. Hopefully I've said enough now that this will hopefully help somebody. I'm asking you, John MacArthur, okay? Please. Just come out and say, you know what? There is a chance. Certainly. The Lord very well may send a man or a woman in there. They ought to certainly know it's Jesus' will. They ought to go in prayer. They ought to go tell it to their pastors or their, you know, their, their elders or whatever and say, I believe the Lord is calling me to this. And maybe you get prayed over. But if there is a possibility that the Lord would say, John, would you go? If I asked you to, then we have to make allowance that there is a time that we may be called to do this, or who knows what else? Who knows where else? And I'll end again asking how much meditate on how much condescension was done, how the immensity, I know you believe that. I know everyone listening to this believes that when Jesus came from heaven, and became a man and was willing to walk in darkness. Do you understand? Every day he walked was in darkness in this world. This sin-filled, Satan-filled world. Do you know that Jesus went to hell? He didn't suffer in hell. Make no mistake, never was hell in more terror than when the Son of God entered in there and preached to the spirits who were in prison and to the righteous, right? Mm. Jesus went to hell. Would you go if he asked you to go? Would you go? Would you go? Jesus, 33 and a half years, walked this earth in massive condescension because he wanted to redeem us. I've said enough. I don't think I'm forgetting everything. But I pray we could get back together now as brothers and sisters. 
I suspect I'll only get more rebuke. That's fine. I'm no martyr. You know, I got nothing to lose. I understand. That's what I, you know, listen, all these other men of God, all these big church leaders got congregations. Listen, I understand it's a fine line, but it's time now for you to come out. You've heard this. You can't live in denial of it. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your mercy, your favor, your goodness, and your grace on our lives. We thank you that we have the scriptures. Father, never, ever would I go to an ungodly event. Or would any of these people, Lord, these listeners, in a cavalier manner, forgive us, Lord. Help us to be circumspect and to know if you're calling us into something like this so that maybe we could leave our Bible as a gift. Maybe, maybe the aroma of Christ would fall on unworthy vessels, me being the worst. Holy Spirit, I ask you to mend us now that this fracture would stop, that we wouldn't become part of cancel culture. Forgive me again for my, just my unnecessary, you know, edge and agitation and anger. Have mercy on us, Lord Jesus. Have mercy on us, I pray, that your kingdom would come in this matter and your will would be done, Lord Jesus, right here on earth as it is in heaven. And I do pray it in Jesus' name. And as Al Beg always said, for Jesus' sake. Amen and amen.